The following is an archive podcast presented by the Branson and Hudson Foundation for Podcast Recovery. This podcast is entitled The Writer's Room, The Trumps on TBS. It is the first and only episode of the podcast. Welcome to episode one. Uh, hello, um, welcome to, uh, you know, this is the uncut feed for The Writer's Room. We are the writers of the Trumps on TBS, a farcical satire of the Trump administration. Uh, Coming where we to look at him March as a twenty third, March twenty third. I don't know. I haven't checked the day. Let the internet figure that out. Uh, where we place Trump as a regular suburban man with his family in any town USA. It is a subversive look at the Trump administration, punching up at the power structure in this country and challenging the toxicity present in his administration. And we tell jokes, too. I am joined by some very talented writers, which I've gathered here today, and we will be recording all of what we do today at work and uh, for a behind-the-scenes look at the creative process involved. I am joined here today by Chris Rickshaw, Pete Romano and Max Viacom kind of go around the table a little bit here, gentlemen. We'll let you talk a little bit about yourselves. Uh, uh, Chris, tell us a little bit about your history, who you are, where people can find you, et cetera. Sure. Uh, Thank you, uh, Turkey. Turkey Turner, my good friend, known you a long time. Glad to be here in the writer's room um, in uh, Hollywood, uh, right? You know, we were, I mean, we were in New York for a while, right? How long were we in New York? Uh, that's when we were working on, I think, I was up there for a bit, because they recorded most of Horny Baby up there. Yeah. When well, we I were working you, on like, that. But I yeah, you, we're we did improv. We did improv for a long time. That's all yeah, we did. Yeah, at UCB, I taught you in a class. Mm-hmm. Uh, I teach a lot of classes there at UCB. Uh, known each other for a while. And when I was in New York, I just did mostly, I did stand-up, but I and I did improv only. I didn't even work a part-time job because I needed to focus on my comedy. Right. Um, I can't be, you know, being a wage slave and uh, doing improv at the same time. I um, mean, if you're trying to do something creative, you can't have a job. That's right. right. Um, I don't want to say it's below you. I don't want to say it's like below me, but like it's just not. But the thing me, is, if you're person, a creative not for person, me. You remember you that? Hey, remember create that? Create a remember way that to make money. Right. Um, I mean, it's a thing too that that you know, I'm not. It's not that you're saying that like you know you're better than like somebody that like you know works at a hospital <laughs> helping people, but you're not worse than them either. Just because you know your job is that you want to you know post jokes on Twitter all day. It's just legitimate. Everybody's legitimate. There's no better or worse. Like, it contributes you just as much as anyone else does. Com- comedy yeah, does so. help people. I mean, if you think about it, we have poor health care in this country, but we have the world's best comedy. So, That's true. It's clear what the and, people uh, want. Like you said, uh, my name's Chris Rickshaw. I worked for a long time uh, as a writer on uh, many shows and sitcoms. Um, like I excuse me mentioned i did improv stand up um i was a writer for jockstrap.com which is a political sports site i also worked on the shows the bloody americans uh white obama and more recently the netflix show jimmy dipple and the great horrible breakup and uh i also did a pilot for a show called pillheads that didn't really work out um more recently another one that didn't really pan out was one that we did called uh i mean i actually with the whole concept it was called age of consent and it was a sitcom about um four pedophile roommates and they're living in chicago and uh they kind of was that uh, that was the ray romano 
Yeah, yeah, Ray project. was in that. Um, yeah, yeah, and uh, you know they're K- just, kids they, of a certain age. They get they get into some pretty crazy situations because they're all you know constantly trying to impress the fourteen year old neighbor. Right. You know, and and it's okay because all the actors were eighteen; they just looked young. Somehow they didn't like buy it. They said like, "Well, there's all this stuff going on, the whole Me Too thing," and uh, you know, no, no, it's great work they do. It's great work, but you know, it's kind yeah. of if it's gonna. It kind of I mean, pisses me off. And that's, and that's something gonna... we should have a conversation about as a country is like, me too. Is it good or is like hitting on underage children So like you're saying like, good, you're, you like spark a dialogue is yeah. what you're saying, which I agree. Right. No, that's totally Yeah, but like television it's like, if it's is where interrupt... these debates happen. So it's ridiculous yeah, not to the... greenlight that project with Ray Romano. I'm not who, a fan though. I'm not a fan way, though of like censoring really nice. other people. He's a sweet guy. Very funny. Very funny He's really nice. Well, we got a lot of flack. All of us wrote... All of us got mm-hmm. a lot of flack for writing on the uh, the Comedy Central roast of Harvey Weinstein, and it's like right. that was before all that came out. Right now, they 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 aired it after it came out, but they filmed it before, so it made us all look kind of bad. Especially some of the jokes, some of the jokes about how dirty the couch was, like everybody knew. And you know, we're just going to apologize for that. We I mean, you come in, they got a job for you. We do the work, and it's all there is to it. I mean, I've always looked at uh, I've always looked at comedy, and I feel like maybe I'm uh, the first person to to look at it this way. But I've always looked at comedy as kind of like a form of of truth telling. Mm, um, right, speaking truth to exactly, power. Exactly, mm. exactly. Yeah. Um, and and I think uh, you know, there's no better um, medium for that than um, uh, you know, like an eight minute uh, miniseries on uh, on CISO. Um, right. Where where else are you going to find the truth? I mean, that's that's a very accessible. And when way to I, find when the I watch your series, like the the jokes were like, they were smart. Like you would like you would go, well, that's really funny, but also, right. you know, now I'm thinking about one thing right. and you know what leads to another, and it's like you know, especially a lot of the work you young guys are doing is really impressive. Just because you know, with CISO and with Netflix, you guys are having all these kind of shows, like the like the. The ones you worked on, Chris, especially even like White Obama, like you know this is funny, but you're not laughing. Well, comedy's like supposed a whole to make different you feel bad. Of, like, comedy comedy. says right. you're supposed to feel bad when you watch it. Right. Oh, these characters, they're depressed, like me, and I can't just watch something and laugh at it for a little they're, while. I have to feel shitty while I'm watching comedy. You look at stand-up. You look at stand-up, and a lot of the stand-up specials on Netflix are challenging the idea of, you know, what is comedy? Does comedy have to make you laugh? No. I mean, personally, I only laugh at something if I agree with it. So, for example, our television show, I laugh a lot because it makes a lot of um, salient points about Trump and his administration, Mm -hmm. how maybe it's not. We don't know if it's it's a good thing or not that Trump is president. We're still kind of on the fence, Like, we wouldn't tolerate this guy... You know, the housing association wouldn't tolerate this, tolerate this guy, but somehow the country does. Well, right. why this, don't we, before we get into the show. If this pizza delivery man, do you know what I'm saying? Pete, and that's, Pete that's Max, really you guys funny, tell, but only because I agree with it. Yeah, let's, uh, let's let the other bit, fellas I mean, introduce themselves. I've been blabbering on. Um, tell them a little bit about yourselves, your backgrounds. Because yeah. we're all. Pete, why don't you go first? This is our first yeah, rodeo well, here. I'm uh, I'm Pete Romano, um, and I'm 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 just really thrilled to be here because this is uh, this is the first uh, kind of big break I've gotten. This is the first uh, big show that I'm I'm writing for. And we're happy to have yeah, you. Yeah, no, I mean I I love coming in every day. You know, we got the cold brew machine back there. I mean that's just uh, that's just too much. I, I walked in and I saw that, and you've got the the pinball machine too. I mean, is this is this a workplace? Come on, 
Yeah. You know? I mean, you come in, you wear casual clothes, you wear some comfortable Converse sneakers, you throw on a blazer when you meet with the big wigs, and, you know, it's fun. It's great. I mean, are, do we have a casual Friday, you know? I mean, how casual is it going to get, you know? It, you know, every day is a casual Friday. Yeah. You know how it yeah, is. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm, I'm, I'm so happy to be here with you guys. Uh, this is a great opportunity. Um, and, and, I mean, what... Uh, what got me here in the first place actually, uh, was, um, my, my posts on Twitter, my, my Twitter account. Um, and I mean, I know you guys, you guys post online a lot as well. Um, but, but I, I, you came, uh, correct me if I'm wrong here from a more kind of traditional, uh, route, uh, to, to writing and television. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah. I did. Yeah. Um, and, and, and so, uh, you know, I mean, I, I've been, I've been posting for a long time. I started out, uh, you know, Favestar, uh, Witstream. Oh yeah. Uh, Comedy Pussy. Uh, the poster's ass. I mean, all the big ones. Um, all the big ones. And I mean, I'd say probably my first uh, big break uh, in in terms of in terms of posting, in terms of posting on Twitter, uh, was when I appeared in uh, the funny accounts tab, and that was just a huge, oh, a yeah. huge moment for me. Um, I mean, can I can I say what the post was? Oh, go ahead. Um, I mean, I, I don't like talking about my myself here. Oh, toot you your know? own horn. But, uh, Be my guest. I think uh, I've actually, it's saved as the, the background on my phone. So I've, I've, I've got it right here. Uh, hashtag worst bowl games ever. The Bowling Green Massacre Memorial Bowl. Hashtag now that's a fail. Um, and, you know, that, that, got, that got me on the map. Um, that was a really big oh, deal yeah. for me. Oh, yeah. Now you, I remember you, you, uh, you were telling us a little bit in the interview, and you were like, after that, you got the Andy Richter retweet, and it was just all over from there. It was just, yeah. I mean, uh, from from that point on, um, I mean, so I, I don't have uh, the the blue check mark just yet, but um, I mean, you look at the numbers, and you, and you'd think, well, those are blue check mark numbers. Um, well, if you get and, retweeted and, by a blue check mark, that's as good as having a Hollywood agent, and you can walk into any room is- in Hollywood and get a job. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, I guess you can uh, finally delete that uh, L.A. eventually from your bio. Just put L.A., huh? I'm, I'm here, you know? I'm here. And, Pete, where uh, did you come I've, from? Because uh, you I'm, weren't I'm actually, born in L.A. like most writers that, that work in L.A. No, no, that's right. I, I, I actually am. Uh, I'm, I'm Canadian, uh, you know? And, uh, and there's a lot of comedy to be mined uh, from from being from from Canada, uh, I've so, never heard of so one of the, Canadian comedy. That's really interesting. So one of the, yeah, one of the big ones is uh, sometimes I'll say uh, words uh, differently from other people, and uh, it's, it's kind of a big laugh riot. Um, I'll say a. Uh, we use the name Gord a lot up there, um, and there's always kind of oh. like in in the writers' room, uh, you know, down in LA. There's always kind of the the one Canadian writer, and uh, I'm I'm just I'm just glad it could be me, you know. And I yeah. just want to say as like advice for anybody thinking about getting into comedy, uh, try to get a job as a comedy writer before moving to Los Angeles or else you're just wasting your time. <laughs> uh, Max, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay. Uh, my name's Max Viacom. Uh, yes, my father is Juan Viacom. He is the president of the Viacom Corporation. And uh, I mean, ca- kind of like Pete, I came from nothing. You know, I, I, I never thought I was going to be a comedy writer. I, I really wasn't interested in, in, jo- in joining this industry. But, you know, I was 22. I had been in college for eight years. I dropped out of Harvard because it was just it was boring. And I was I was on drugs. I was on a mixture of Viagra and beta blockers. And you take those at the same time, it, it puts you right out like a light and you wake up with a yeah. terrible erection. 
you know, 16, 17 hours later. My dad comes to me. I'm 22. He's like, you're wasting your life. You're 22. And he says, right. You've been in college eight years at 22. He makes me creative director at Paramount. And I'm like, this is just a bullshit gig. I don't care. But then this movie comes my way. Biopic of uh, Oprah, a biopic of Oprah, rather. (laughs) It's about Oprah. And I read this thing and it was a mess. It wasn't funny at all. And so I rewrote it. We released it as Big Mama's House. And uh, ever since then, (laughs) I've just had the the writing bug. Uh, Moving from the Oprah picture, I got to this writing room with Tristan Schuller, Brent Weatherhouse, Shambrin Fuller, Bryce Conway Hilfiger, Linda Spice, and Jamie Gore. We're writing on the show called Writing Room for Comedy Central. It's a show about a writing room. And what we would do is we would just sit in the writer's room all day long talking and then writing down the funny things we said. It was really exciting. We were working there for five years. It was a great room. At the end of five years, we found out it wasn't even on television. You know, they, they never greenlit the damn thing. It was just my dad paying for the... But it gave me a lot of experience, and that's how I got to where I am today. Right. right. You really came from nothing, huh? I mean, I like to see that. Like, guys just kind of coming in and, and forging their own way. You know, just because your dad worked for Viacom, I know you never really accepted any help. And, you know, that's why I'm kind of proud to have you on the staff. I was definitely not forced or kind of leveraged in any way in order to include you and... um yeah, you know, but it's just been great having you all here. It's so good to hear you say um, that because at everyone. first I thought you were afraid of me, but now I know that that's not that couldn't be true, right? You you don't you don't want me to be afraid of you, right? No, you better not be afraid of me. How how can I work yeah, with I'm you not if afraid you're of afraid you. of not, me? I'm not if you, afraid. If you were said, afraid, afraid of me, you. I would think we would need somebody else to run this show. I'm not afraid. So you're not of afraid you. of me. I like you. Why would I even be afraid of you? You guys okay, know great. Turks. Turks what's so there to be easy a, going. What's you there guys to be afraid of? Right. I'm I'm, I'm the showrunner, uh, head writer. My name is Turkey Turner. I have been in the industry. Who I don't even know how long. About 20 years, grew up in L.A., uh, got my start here pretty young. I wish I had the Twitter and stuff like that like you guys had, get some attention, stuff like that. But I just kind of grounded my way up. I I started out on an animated show, actually. I started out on the animated kid show Dunstan Checks Out. Just sequel to Dunstan Checks In, which is a movie. uh, You guys might be a little young for it, but it's a movie about a man hunting a monkey. Uh, and now in the cartoon version, the ape now speaks English. He's the owner of the hotel. He can talk. He wears a suit and he shot and killed the guy that was trying to get him. That sounds, that sounds uh, I wrote a lot smart. of stuff. I wrote a lot of stuff that was, you know, a lot of the jokes, a lot of the punchlines were stuff like, you know, that's bananas. Why would you do that? That's bananas. And it's just an instant. Yeah. That's kind of where I learned like pacing and timing and stuff like oh, that. Cause he was the, mo- cause of, he is the monkey. Right. Dunstan was the, right. okay. Well, that's well, he's a chimpanzee. Right. Right. He's a, he, well, he's a monkey and he was an ape. He was a great yep. ape. And, uh, he shot and killed the guy. Say that's bananas. He was eating bananas. He had a suit, but the suit didn't have shoes cause he was a monkey and he likes to walk on his hands. And feet. My, my number three post on comedy pussy is actually about Dunstan checks, uh, checks in. So I am, I am familiar uh, with the movie. I've never seen it. But I, I know uh, I know enough to joke about it. That, that you know, as long as you get the jokes yeah. out, I guess that's what matters. Uh, after that, I worked on uh, Wine Country for seven years, which it's spelled W H I N E. It was about a loudmouth young guy that kind of comes back home from work, and you know he works in his conservative father's vineyard. 
And it was a lot of just kind of back and forth, a lot of like clever stuff about, you know, these young people are liberals and, and then the old people might be racist, but they're nice. So you don't have to worry about anything. After that, I worked on Horny Baby for three years. Um, they told me three years. I got three years worth of pay. They canceled it. It doesn't, you know, I won't get into it. But a party animal guy dies. He gets reincarnated to the body of a baby. His shy friend is forced to adopt the baby and raise him. However, the baby still has the mind of the party animal dude that died. So he's got to stop this baby from drinking beers. He's got to stop this baby from fucking... Um, they canceled it after the Weinstein stuff because it was a Weinstein company and there was a lot of jokes about fucking adult women and children having sex that we just kind of had to pull the plug. We also got sued by Marilyn Monroe because apparently she was going to release an album called Horny Baby based off her singing style. After that, um, the last thing I worked on before this for three years, I was working on In God's House. It was about a Catholic priest, a rabbi, and an uh, imam that are all roommates. And they seem like they have nothing in common at all, and they argue all the time until they realize that they're all pedophiles, and they have that in common. It sounds like uh, they ran for about three years. You no, know, it's kind of an idea I had. Yeah, that that was on the uh, Fox yeah, pedophile well, block, right? Like all the shows were based around yeah, pedophile. Everything yeah. that was a big yeah. hit for them. I mean. They switched us to it Thursdays. I think that's kind of why we died. Because we had to go against This Is Us. And that's just, they call that the <clears throat> God killer. You can't go against This Is Us. You know, it's so wholesome. That guy has a mustache. Uh, they just look at things fondly. And everyone likes it because it's just harmless. I actually yeah, submitted yeah, that's, that's where I'm at now. Same show as Modern Family, right? Basically, it's like Modern Family without the jokes. But it's like the same actors and Modern and Family is basically arrested... Arrested Development with Worth's jokes. And they, you know. they all have Jason Bateman. And that was the show that was followed by the Jeffrey Jones Variety Hour? Or did, uh, was that's that correct. Okay, yes. So we got some of that viewership that helped sustain it a little bit. Because, yeah. you know, Jeffrey Jones right was killing that, it. That was when... That was when very talented uh, and, and a very nice guy, that too. thing for Funny or Die going. And, you know, and God bless Will. He wanted it, but they kind of shut it down when we yeah. submitted... We we try to do a Star find the Lives Matter, which is kind of like a Game of Thrones. Uh. <laughs> I pitched it to Besser too, and Besser wasn't a fan of it. Oh, Matt. Besser had to put out. Yeah, yeah. Matt had to put out something else. You I know, don't I know. just saw Matt the other he said day. There wasn't I was any... at the grocery store, and I thought I saw him. I came up, and it was just some disfigured guy. I had coffee I with him. The other day. I was like, Matt, I just saw you. Yeah, I had a coffee yeah. with him, and he was like, you know, you know. Max is texting me. I gotta, I gotta get this. He's texting me, and uh, I, I don't, I don't know how open we can get here. Uh, but I, I sort of have kind of an issue with, with Matt. Uh, I feel like he's, go. he's sort of been dodging me. But I've been trying to get him to come on my web series. Uh, Brian Doyle Murray is my son. Where Brian Doyle Murray uh, plays my son. Oh, that's funny. Uh, and that's the extent of the, of the concept. That's oh, what are you gonna have smart. him do? Uh, we just kind of hang around the house uh, and like, do laundry. But he, the, so he's like, he's, he's my son, but he's like an old man. Uh, and so it works on multiple levels. Right. It yeah. works on those I mean, multiple that levels. A, it sounds idea. like it could be a book. <laughs> <laughs> an idea that, an idea that Turk be a good and I, I know, were work. tossing around a little bit. We talked, we like, you know, let Max in a little bit, but we were talking about a show called, um, Jeff Goldblum is dating my daughter. And uh, which is funny, but the daughter is 16, right. which makes it funnier. So, right. Which, um, you know, 
uh, they they kind of came to us and they were very gentle about it. I figured it wouldn't get picked up, and you know they came and they're like, "Hey, you two specifically are pitching a lot of show premises that specifically rely on underage people having sex." So we want to know if there's anything you want to disclose I didn't really see a or pattern. anything that you want to talk like, about well, because you know, it's funny and you got to go where the comedy is. And sometimes that's an right. uncomfortable place. Funny. And sometimes you keep returning to that Truth place. Tells. They're going to, they're going to, despite scranch. what your therapist tells you to do. Like, just because we don't joke about it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. You get, yeah, you turn away. So, yeah, that's and it's where I'm confused. That kind of reminds about, me of the just uh, like, country music television show. I don't know if you've seen it. Uh, anything you do to my daughter, I will do to my daughter. <laughs> it's a reality show. Yeah, that's where they win. That's where they go. It's like an eliminate thing where they go on a date with a guy, and then afterwards, you know, they go on a the date dad's got to buck up. And the further along they go, the more money and it's they kind win. Of, it's kind of funny yeah. because. You the know, higher the, the base the, they go, all the these more money guys, they win. I mean, we can, can we, I mean, we, we might have to edit this out. I just mean, say, just yeah, saying, we'll like, edit it out. A lot of these guys, you know, the, We're the just higher talking. ups, the suits, as we go, hey, the suits. Remember that one, Turk? Remember that guy? Hey, the suits. Hey, the suits. Oh, the, yeah. That guy, yeah. The brass is one. here. Um, Hoorah. And, uh. Whereas, well, anyway, a lot of these guys, you know, it's like, we know they got, like, you know, all their girlfriends are, you know, you know 17, they get them a, you know, a boob job and I mean, whatnot. These executives are fucking monsters. Like, I, I'm not exaggerating. I used to be one of these right. guys, and I still am occasionally. I mean, I think, like, the thing you need to know about executives is they're kind of like the boss monster in Space Jam, except their collars are bigger. And they kind of walk around chomping on cigars and, and, and barking us around. And you know us. We're the writers, right? We're just They're a always couple looking of dorks, out some blinds you know? where light is, some moonlight is shining in between. They're always, you know, they're always walking up to our, our studio, the studio. And our writer's room is, of course, as everyone knows, situated exactly above the studio. And uh, they're kind of walking up. And the, you got to walk up a gravel road to get here. And they're bringing their girlfriends. And they're in these super tall high heels going up this gravel road stumbling back and forth can't make it up going i can't walk here and stuff like that and they're chomping on the star they're all and wearing go-go boots all the time all the time tube tops they're wearing they're heelys. always twirling their they're chew, <laughs> chewing gum and saying they're bored they're riding bird scooters and they and they come in and they see us and, and and we've got the little mini basketball hoops all over the place and we're just right. bouncing the ball off the wall and it's like is this a workplace? Feet up on the desk, are, are these guys you know. working here? They're, they're just having so much fun. We're you know we're 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 yelling at each other like hey you know how about uh you know how about if we have Oprah show up to the Trumps and then we're like nah and then I crumple up the piece of paper and shoot it in the hoop and miss. What if we okay stuff like you know what if we had Betty White. Go! Oh man, you got what, me right there at Betty White. What if White. we had Betty White? I'll just say this with Betty Trump White: gay. is uh, aren't you guys terrified when when uh, you see her name trending on Twitter? And oh, it's like, God, oh yeah. Oh, I I sure hope she because she is so fun and not just funny for uh, a hundred and six year old woman. She is just she's just plain old funny. I mean, it's gotten to the point now where like everybody wanted everybody wanted a slice of Betty, right? And every all these sitcoms were trying to get Betty because you can get an old lady in there and she's cool with saying rude stuff. So you get her on there, you ever say something raunchy? But now she's so old because I was thinking of even writing in a part for her. But like, I don't want to be the show that Betty White dies on. 
And she's going to go any second now. I just want to break in really quick because I have this written down in my notes as something I want to say. Uh, kind of unrelated. I'm just going to say it. We can move on. Uh, I, I do a lot of storytelling uh, shows where I talk about my sobriety. And every time I've done one, right after the show, I meet a girl and I get laid. <laughs> that's that's yeah that's good uh uh max that's good stuff right the virgil there. the lyric um, hyperion okay downtown theater the arts district right. i do i do a storytelling show about my sobriety and you just get I laid just, i just do it just happens without, e- without, e- without even trying because yeah, like, the story's so good it's not about like you know the fancy clothes or the, the money or anything. It's just about the how good the stories are. Can we hear one of your stories? It's just because they're funny, they're relatable, they make you think, and I'm a good performer. And I guess I have um, well, a that, magnetism yeah. about me, and women are drawn to it. So I, I, and I, yeah, I, I just I wrote it. that down. And I thought this will be funny to like relate this fact. But now that I'm saying it, it's not even funny. It's just more like that's interesting. Well, it's just. It's inspiring it's and interesting. It's inspiring to me, though. It, I, I it makes me good. want to become a, a better storyteller. For people like you, Pete, you know, who were on the outside, you need to hear things like this, right? Because it's, it inspires you. And I'm looking at you now, and you look inspired. I am. And I, I really am. And, and so earlier, you had actually mentioned, so have you written a, a book? Um, because I, I, I don't want to toot my own horn here, but I, but I am uh, working on, on a book. Um, and, and it's based off of... Uh, well, so you guys all know about, about my, yeah, you were my, telling us about it. Yeah. You How's know, that coming along? It's, I mean, it's going great. So, you know, you all know about my, my big Twitter account that, that really kind of got me into the spotlight. Oh, of uh, course. this is, uh, and if you don't know, if you're listening, uh, it's uh, the self care toilet, uh, and it's a toilet, uh, that, uh, dispenses, uh, not, not pure poop, uh, mind you, but, but self care well, uh, tips yeah. and advice. Toilets in general don't dispense pure poop generally. Yeah. They eat it. Hey, uh, not if you're. Uh, what if you're in Australia, where everything's backwards down there? And that's kind of sort of a, a peek inside uh, hey, my comedy process. Five thousand retweets yeah. to eleven thousand likes, yeah. right there. That's yeah. why we hired you. Pete, do you have uh, any and, self-care? And, and so, uh, do you have any self-care bits you could tell us? Uh, yeah, I mean, I can go. To, I'll go to the account right now. Um, let's see. Um, so a big one is uh, drinking water. A lot of people uh, forget to, you know, the thing um, that you need to do to survive and that. Uh, or if you're, you're a toilet, you have to drink urine. Well, so that's, that's actually kind of getting into, into my book. Here it comes. Yeah. Here uh, it comes. So, so the, the pee and poo does play a big role in the book. And, and I am writing this book uh, with, I guess you could call him uh, something of a Broadway legend. Um, and he is the, the crippled Spider-Man, uh, from the canceled Spider-Man musical, uh, Spider-Man turn off the dark. Uh, he's, he is in an iron lung, uh, and he communicates by might, blowing hey, into a straw. We might have to bleep out you saying crippled. Uh, so it's been, it's been a process. Yeah. It's, it's really been a process. See, that shit is so funny. That shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I can well, read, yeah, I can, I can read you, uh, an excerpt from the book, if you like. I can read you something <clears> that I've written, and I can read you something that, uh, that crippled Spider-Man wrote. Might want to. Is that his, uh, legal name now? Oh, that's what I call him. Yeah, um, yeah. It's, uh, I, Dean, our yeah, producer Spider-Man. over there, he's well, looking at us, Spider-Man. giving us a thumbs down. And uh, It's funny in that new Spider-Man multiverse movie. Yeah. Okay, okay. 
So we'll just go. Well, you know what? Uh, yeah, we'll go. We'll go to Spider Man. Um, well, listen. Earlier oh, we were calling him retarded right, Spider Man. Right, so that's all kind right. of an improvement. If, if, it's if kind of an improvement. This, we're gonna get like million people quote tweeting this and you know saying we're canceled and spilling the tea and what. All right. Well, we'll just. Yeah, okay, just edit it out. And yeah. instead of just have my name have it say like good well, Spider-Man. I just want to see yeah, we'll check maybe like before previous. in case this leaks, it's like just like tweet out, you know. Preemptively How's this gonna leak? We can just we can I mean, apologize like, in advance. I don't trust Max. And, and we'll, we'll edit it out. If you're really worried, we can Max just smash entirely. all he the computers to bits and right then, now. What next thing we know, there's a whole like viral tweet about us saying this. And I'm just saying you should probably preemptively tweet something to exonerate yourself from any this kind of reminds criticism. me of I, I ran the Tostinos right. pizza roll account for like two months and I got fired because I, I made this tweet and it said pizza is retarded and I was thinking of that uh, <laughs> black guy pee song. Did you just call uh, them black guy? Let's get retarded. Black guy let's piece. get retarded. Yeah, in here. So, but I'm gonna tweet right now. They're Hold called. On. It's not the black guy piece. Black gonna, guy I'm piece. Yeah. The black guy piece. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> See, this is what I'm t- Turk, this is what I'm talking about. Anyway, I said pizza's retarded and everyone lost their shit. And I guess now we're in I'm going to tweet right now, hashtag, where, you know, whatever. I'm going to tweet right now, hashtag, not me. So I've got, I've, I do have uh, an excerpt uh, uh, from, uh, from the book. Um, and and there's like some, 1,500 some pages? Look at this. Uh, and, and some short stories. And I'm going to read... Uh, it's, 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 I mean, I'm, I'm very proud of it. I'm very proud it's of like what. It's like infinite jest. It, 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 well, I mean, it's, it ends, uh, cause hey, here's, that's, that's a good thing you can joke about as well on Twitter. People love jokes about infinite jest, uh, and, and how, uh, there's all the, the damn footnotes, you know? Hey, how about some hand notes? Uh, and the author. That's funny. Yeah. I so, didn't laugh, but that's funny. Yeah. But, but that tells you it's funny. Right, and as, as we've been over. So here's, uh, the, the, the book is called, uh, and it's written from the point of view of the self-care toilet. The book is called Poop is Food to Me. Uh, and, and here's uh, just a little, a little excerpt for you guys. I am a toilet. Doo-doo goes inside me. It is my food. But to you, food is food. But that food makes doo-doo. So it really, it really does make you think, uh, are you guys thinking yeah, right now? I was going to say, you know I'm what, definitely that's, thinking. Not, that's not funny because it's like, it's sort of immature and it's not about stuff that I think is funny, like Trump, mm-hmm. but it does make me think. So it, if it doesn't and make I, you I'm, laugh, it will make you consider. Exactly. Well, I'm telling the truth, right? As, as we discussed. And I do have uh, a poem here from, from, uh, from sorry, from Spidey, uh, from Good Spider-Man. Good Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, and again, he wrote this from, uh, his Iron Lung, um, here we go. <laughs> so, I'm just looking at this now. It does, it does, there may have been, okay. So I'm looking at it now and it is just uh, transcribed blowing noises. Um, so it's not, you know what? Uh, it's not coming out for a couple from, months. Is that from the point of view of the toilet or from good Spider-Man? I think, so Spider-Man sort of, uh, wrote, I think, you know what, this was from, this was his intro. Yeah, so he wrote the foreword as well. And that was from the foreword from uh, oh, Crippled Spider-Man. Oh, okay. Um, so we, yeah, I mean, uh, we'll, oh. we'll get that sorted out. We'll get that fixed. Yeah, we'll get that fixed. That'll be fine. No, but you're making progress on it. Yep. It'll be a good book when it comes out. Yeah. You'll make a lot of money, man. Yep. We got to know what, Schuster and Schuster? Uh, I think, let me see here. Uh... No, you know, I'm I'm self-publishing this bad boy. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, yeah. 
Yeah. Keeping it all for yourself. Yeah. Then. yeah good luck with yeah. that. I've got some advice. All of right. My try to get a good. Can I just offer uh, any yeah, young I'd, riders I'd out there, anybody yeah. that's interested in taking self care of themselves. Uh, my advice is, if something isn't easy, don't do it. Only do things that are easy. <laughs> And for example, for me, writing is extremely easy. Being successful in show business is very easy. And that's why I do it. Okay. I wouldn't do this if, if it were it would, hard. Yeah. Well, that's why you're one of the best, Max. Thank you. Now, Turkey, Turkey, were, were you going to apologize for the, the whole Spider-Man brouhaha? Um, oh, I, I know well, we're editing it out, um, but, yeah. I, but I know uh, Chris had mentioned that we all kind of maybe uh, could apologize. We do have stuff to apologize for. Well, I, I wanted to make one apology. Okay. And, um, um, and, and this is because, you know, I'm very vocal online. I'm very vocal on my podcast, The Laugh Resort, where I talk to people and we talk about our problems, talk to right. comedians, funny people. Yeah. I really, like, try to get to the heart of, like, what's really going on, you know, something more than comedy. Yeah. And I talk a lot about the importance of social justice and, 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 and being fair to people and treating everyone equally. And uh, I got a little bit of flack online, not a lot, but I do feel like it's important. I did mess up, and I want to acknowledge that I messed up. I'd like to, well, um, issue an apology to, like, women everywhere, um, people of color everywhere. That's um, a good one. Thanks. And because uh, I talk a lot online about social justice and all this stuff. And and I swear, I, you know, if you talk to any of my friends, I'm, you know, they're they're white. But like if you talk to them, they know I'm not racist. Right. Yeah. Um, if you talk to my friends, like none of them are really women, but they they know I'm not sexist. And, you know, we have a writing team of 10 writers here and I forgot to hire any people of color and I forgot to hire any women and I just beefed it. You know, yes, I interviewed them. Yes. I saw some, the ones okay, I picked but were like, that is bad. it your fault that all of all I comedy writers are white guys? Is it your fault? No, it was just basically, you know, the interview process was about 45 guys that I interviewed and they all wore t-shirts and blazers and converse <laughs> Sneakers, and they came in one at a time, kind of shaded in different colors, like skins in a video game, like, altered very slightly, they like with different skins. hair colors. And I saw them all, and like I got a Canadian, so like don't get yeah. too, you know, I got a Canadian, so it's yeah, like what what does POC stand Canadians for? Canadians are that's something with Canada, right? And, and I don't of Canada exactly, exactly. And I don't consider myself a, a diversity hire either. You know? Yeah, we consider you well, that. I, I mean, not. legally, we consider you that. But oh, you right. don't have to yeah. think of yourself well, yes. that way. It's well, I mean, we do get a write-off. But Here's yeah. what I do. If I see somebody that isn't white, I make a point to do something that's not racist to them. Okay, so I, I have... Can you give us an example? I have a group example? of friends. Uh, let's say I have a thousand friends, okay? And one of those friends happens to not be white. If I walk into a room with a thousand people, I will single out that person that's not white and I will give them a big, long hug. Okay? Oh, wow. And that just shows them I'm doing something not racist to you, almost aggressively. It's like community service. Yeah. And I don't, do I enjoy it? No, of course not. I hate it, but you have to I do, do it. it. People are going to, you and know, I make sure someone takes a photo forward, when I do say. it. Great movie. Well, like, Spacey. I'm gonna, and you I, know, do the same, I do the same thing with underage girls, right? Because in this industry, underage girls are targeted a lot. And I say, not me. Look at all these pictures of me hugging them, right? 
being a big brother. <laughs> <laughs> we fucking said um, we were gonna do that. <laughs> I would, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to uh, 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 apologize. <laughs> I'd like to apologize for anything, anything that might come up about me in the future. Um, I will say those screenshots may or may not be real, but um, I will say that I'm glad I'm able to grow as a person and reflect on how I might have messed up in the past. And I want to thank all of you for being here for me and. And knowing I'm much better now and that I oh. am much better than I used to be. And I'll continue to not screw up anytime soon. And um, I just want to also say she admitted that she lied about her past too. So <laughs> That was, that was uh, very brave of you to come out and I guess kind of say and not say a bunch of things at the same time. Um, you know, I hope whatever happens, I hope it goes out well. Uh, anybody else while we're doing this? I'm just trying to, you know, I'm just trying to role model just like, Max does, you know, to the young people, men and women. Um, don't wait for them to come to you. You go to them first. I really you know? admire that. And I do have, I have a, a quick apology uh, as well. And it's, it's actually based on something uh, that happened fairly recently, uh, a post that I got a little traction. Uh, I got, uh, uh, I may have gotten ratioed. Uh, as as a lot of the worst posters on there. Oh no! So, yeah. Uh, so I uh, I was trying to say that my tweet uh, was was taking place in and around Bernie Sanders. It was taking place near Bernie Sanders, and instead of using just the single brackets, I used six uh, parentheses, three on either side, uh, and uh, apparently uh, that signifies something else uh, entirely. Um, and I, I, I do want to apologize for that, uh, for anyone I, I may have offended. Um, it did make uh, the funny uh, tweets tab. Um, just wanted to mention that. And uh, Bernie does have a $7,000 I mean, it could be coat, worse. So, I mean, you could be, little, like, accused. You know? I, uh, I, thought, I tell I, you, I, I don't... I thought of another thing to apologize. I, I don't understand the Twitter comedy thing, Pete. I mean, the only thing I log on to Twitter for is to interact with Colin Mockery. So... I think it's amazing how you got <laughs> successful off this stuff. Another great Canadian comedian. There you go. Um, I would like oh, to another one. issue another apology um, for something I just thought of. Yeah, there's a viral video that kind of went up. and Not necessarily viral, but it is me yelling at a service worker. And mm. I've mm -hmm. been taking a lot of yoga. A lot of, you know, I'm an L.A. guy. I'm going to admit I take yoga, you know. And, and... When they tell me when I'm stressing out, because my, you know, I got a lot of stuff at work, you know, I got, you know, people yelling at me all the time online, and they say that when you're stressed out, you tell yourself to look inward. You say N-word? And it just so happened, look inward, inward, oh, like okay. inside of yourself, Sorry. look inward. You said you thought of something bad. And this and was a whole. It it's was. really a misunderstanding. It's really a misunderstanding because when I was at this restaurant, the server just happened to be an African-American man and I was getting stressed out about the order and I kept saying, look inward, look inward, look inward. And I was talking to myself, not him. And people started videotaping it because I did it about 30 to 40 times. And I just like to say that I deeply apologize for the misunderstanding because, you, you, you know, I got, I recorded my yoga teacher telling 
to my phone that, that I was supposed to do that and that I was told to do that and it would help my stress. And, and that's just a complete misunderstanding and, and, and has nothing to do with Hollywood or writing culture or comedy culture or anything like that. So I just want to say, uh, I think my best advice at this time is like at worst, maybe deactivate for a little bit or maybe change your avatar to just like a black circle and uh, post exclusively on Instagram, yeah. maybe become full Buddhist. Um, Grow out your hair right. in a disgusting way and um, post kind of vague selfies of yourself where you can see the bulge in your sweatpants um, and being like, you know, enjoying the the latest uh, Punisher season or. Uh, well, I'm just going to look and I'm going to grow. And if anyone wants to yell at me, I'll let them because I just, deserve it. Just and- do you. I mean, look at our buddy Hardwick. Like, okay, so me, uh, Turk. Uh, Pete, we used to go to uh, Chris Hardwick's, and Chris would take us into his movie theater where he would watch exclusively Marvel films in there, and he would just jerk off. He'd just start jerking off in there right in front of us, and he said we could, too. He said we could, that's we could right. too, if we wanted. It's fine. His girlfriend would clean it up, and that's a guy who just, like, you know, <laughs> he doesn't care. He just, you know, follows, you know, his, like, what's easy for him. Oh fuck, man! Good lord! Oh, and you know he's back now, and he is uh, talking about TV shows right after, they... uh, right after the TV show airs. And I think uh, that's, a, a that, that's a rare talent to have. Yeah, he went from me too to not me. Yeah, he said, "Well, you... he went from yeah, exactly. He's not me, and now he's on. <laughs> this is me. This is us too. Hashtag not me. The show after this is us. Where he talks yeah. about this is us. <laughs> this is us too. Right. And Were there we, even we more wrote on us. that for a little bit. And we said like, why don't we call instead of this is us the the after show should be called me too. And Chris was like immediately shot it down. I was like, no, 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 no. So we called it this is us too. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, and I mean, I, just a, I mean, kind like, of, he makes know. mistakes. These are good guys, These, but they deserve a second chance. Like, if your whole life of mistakes was exposed in front of anyone in the spotlight, no one would like what you do either. We've all done the same exact things like Chris, where we control our girlfriends in psycho We've ways all- <laughs> uh, down to what they drink and eat. You can't, we tell right. them that they can't drink alcohol, we tell them where to go and who to text, we look at their phone. We expect very, very insanely specific types of weird vanilla sex. And like, Louis has just, suffered. It just like, happens. Do you and, think it's you know, like ever, easy for him to like admit to like a woman, like, I like to you know crank it in front of you? That's what I want to do. And he just does it. Do you think it's easy for him to open up like that or expose himself literally and do that? Do you think that's easy for him? Probably not. But oh, people I don't just want to go there. A very good excuse. People don't want to go there. I thought of a very good excuse. Makes him uncomfortable, which is what comedy is for. Louis C.K. Right. is a master comedian right. because he and makes I just you uncomfortable. Of a very good out excuse his literal prick for uh, jerking for that. off on it. That's comedy. It really does. You know, he's trying to make people uncomfortable, and he's never. He's always on, as you say, and he's making people uncomfortable on stage, and he's making people uncomfortable in real life, and even now after he did it, he just references that he did it and making you know, even that more people uncomfortable. Kind of reminds me of like a TV and show just, like The Office, where it's kind of like this is sort of awkward. You know, and he's taking that from the right. fictional reality to the non-fictional it's funny reality. It's because awkward. Like, and oh, you just got to respect he's it. He's like pulling on his on his pud. I do respect it. Uh, you know, it's funny. You know, I had 
I had him on my podcast, and this kind of segues back into me. And, and like right now, as I'm auditioning, my apologies. Um, you know, I experienced a lot of trauma as a kid, and, and we, me and Louie talked on The Last Resort, and we talked about it a lot. And uh, I just actually did an episode with Will Sasso from Mad TV. And, um, very talented guy, very man. nice guy, very down to earth. I think, yeah. I think, you know, some of this happened because I was a hot car kid when I was younger. <laughs> you would get left got, in hot cars. I was a, yeah, very often. Yeah. yeah. I was left See, in hot cars. See, that's really funny when that And, you know, it affected me. I don't know how it affected me because people have just started paying attention to it. Kind of like, you know, how people only got depressed up until 10 years ago. Like, it's just that now but like well, hot car I was kids just learning about Mo- like i was just on jay moore's podcast last week and we were talking about how when we were kids we were told we were gifted and then we grew up to become adults and you kind of lose that and like how much that affects you and like builds up your in your head and how disappointed let you are let down you are and i mean we also realized that um you know we both suffer from imposter syndrome where um, I think Max talked about oh, that yeah. a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, tell me about it. You know, and 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 growing up as a hot car kid, it left me scarred, and I think that's part of the reason why, like, I just keep getting yelled at because, like, people don't know the, what I've actually gone through. And you know, there's a lot of stigmas, and there's a lot of like stereotypes about hot car kids. I was, uh, you know, the first time I was left in a hot car, <laughs> I was 15 years old, and people said that's too old to be a hot car kid. I'm like, I'm a child. You left me in a hot car. I'm 15. I'm a child. Can't even drive yet. I can't get out. I, like, you know, the very first time is it's just you know I I am not trying to say that's an excuse for my behavior, but like it well, definitely affected me. You know, that kind of reminds me of my sobriety, and I'll just say this: I was 15 when I started mixing Viagra with beta blockers, and so I've been I've been sober from that. When you were at Harvard. When I was at Harvard when I was 15. But I've been sober from that. And I tell people all the time, I'm sober, I'm sober, I'm sober. And then, you know, they'll see me doing coke or they'll see me getting fucking blackout drunk. They'll (laughs) they'll see me popping pills and I don't even know what they are. And they said, how can you be sober? And I said, I'm sober from those two specific drugs mixed together. Can I still take Viagra by itself? Yes. Can I still do beta blockers? I'm on them right now. Okay, but mixed together. Right, you're, I don't see any betas. Thank you. Which is a common thing amongst, uh, you know, LA writers. They, they abuse beta blockers. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the most common street drugs um, in They're really big on the beta blockers, um, antihypertensives, antipyretics, you know, Tylenol. Um, they even get it. Been, I've, I've been hearing people mixing like NSAIDs. I, when, you know, I, when I was 16 like, and crazy. I became depressed to impress my friends. I started taking lots of homeopathic medicine because in LA people think it works, and I tried to overdose on it. Was it witch hazel that you're overdosing? That made me even more depressed. It was witch hazel, right? Witch hazel? (laughs) Who's that? All right. See, this is why <laughs> she sounds. All right. She, she sounds, sounds like one hot. of our writers' hey, assistants. This is, this is... Oh, by the way, I just want to. Uh, Could I apologize to our writers' assistants really quick? Um, okay. Yeah, so go ahead. We, we've got Sandy. We've got Shauna. Uh, we've got Bree, and we've got Eliza. Okay. Uh, four really smart, really hot college-aged. Uh, you know, you they, they want to work in, in our industry. Um, and I think, and two of them have like uh, physical disabilities. But anyway, 
Bang, you keep saying that. Bangs are not a physical disability. I told you what they then were. Then why they just won't have they bangs. change them when I ask them to? Okay? They said they can't change them. Well, I, I just think we're not legally, we cannot make that demand. I just want to apologize to them because I've been telling them for the past couple months, like, oh, you're going to be so funny. You're going to be a great rider. You know, you're training under me. I'm helping you. I'm giving you rides home, things like this. <laughs> and I, I just got to say, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't think these chicks are funny at all. Like, they're definitely never going to have a career, you know. Anyway, sorry about that. If if you're listening to this podcast, which I will order you to do as soon as we release it, uh, they're right behind. Are they? You. They're right. They're they're right. Yeah, behind. I'm not yeah. going to turn around, but yeah, just don't. Let's just. All right, I'm I'm waving them away. Get out. Just just. Okay, go we're gonna have to fire them. them today. Is what I was trying to get around to. <sighs> well, we're not paying them, so it's, it's an easy. internship, right? Experience. All right. Well, well it's a priv- it's a privilege well, to be here. Now that I've said their exactly. names on this podcast, exactly. you know, yeah. who knows? You didn't say their last names. Yeah, they can't exactly oh. prove that. Uh, so, I think we'll All right. Uh let's let's uh I got something for you guys here and I, I think we should get started on it a little bit so some people can see the creative process. We've spent yeah. a lot of time talking about our craft, apologizing for our actions. Um why don't you guys uh, get that script out oh, that yeah. I handed you earlier? You guys have that? You pulled up Got it right here, yeah. Uh, Max, you got that? I'm trying to pull it up. Oh, I haven't read this, but... I mean, I told you I wouldn't, but I see the title. This is for SNL. Okay. Yep. Yep, I'm pitching to SNL. Thought we could do something here, because you know, well, the dude, studio doesn't want SNL, us kind of talking about the Trumps a lot. Right, we're all applying to SNL all the all time. Right, just making sure. Because if you fucking make I've it, been, uh, I've been sending I've been sending packets out to yeah. Oh no, I, I, you're taking all of us with us, uh, and likewise, oh, I'll, yeah. I'll take all of you guys with me because I've been sending out packets to uh, Bazooka <laughs> Joe. Um, oh, very prestigious impressive. position. So yeah, yeah, the one line. What is that Hulu? Yeah. Uh, no, it's it's gum. Max, did you uh you got the script? It's right Never there by your feet. Gum. You got it. I don't know what platform that is. I got the script. All right. All right. Now, our all script right, song so is written with all this, this is space just, in it. <laughs> Usually, they're one block with no spaces. Everything's kind of run in together. Yeah, but, you know, I kind of tried to dress it up. My, my assistant reads these for me. All right, so we got um, four characters. Is a sketch that I am pitching to SNL. Uh, we got Donald Trump, Epic Nancy Pelosi, Cardi B, and Gay oh. Putin. Oh. So just Putin. So who huh? wants to read for Trump? <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into it. Trust me. Who wants to read for Trump? Uh, I can. I can do Trump. Uh, I believe. I mean, you're you're, right. you're the showrunner. Shouldn't read? you be just assigning roles? It's a good point. I'll let you guys figure it out. It's, it's it's a casual. Who wants to read for Nancy? I can do. I can do Nancy. Uh, big. All uh, right. Yeah, I really admire her. And uh, Max, you want to do Gay Putin or Cardi B? I'll do Cardi B. Okay, and I will be playing the role of gay pudding. Pudding? <laughs> gay pudding. That's what Time they call it. Time to ratio this mofo. All right. <laughs> All right. So Cardi B and epic Nancy Pelosi are seated in the Oval Office. Uh, thank you, famous female rapper Cardi B, for joining me here in the White House. Uh, now, should I, should I be reading uh, these applause breaks here? or Pause for applause. Okay. I think you are. I'll read them. Okay, okay. I think you are the perfect person to go off on Trump. I hope you got your Tims on, because we are about to dog walk 
Uh, this oh, that's uh, from the tweet she did. The, yeah. oh, that's this is really that's good. That's awesome. I, well, it's very you know we're one S- line I'm in. looking oh, at a lot of their SNL stuff, and SNL just kind of takes stuff I, from the news. Yeah, I thought and they this don't was, change it. I thought this was an SNL script. You're submitting this. This is not oh, a script yeah. from a recent. Okay. Oh my god. Okay. I'm I'm, I'm getting ready. You got this. Uh, pause. Fifteen to okay, twenty so seconds. Okay, I'm reading for Cardi laughter. B. Quick question: Who? Who is this? <laughs> She is a um, a, a very sassy rapper, female rapper, African American, "Mm -mm, who has a lot of mm -mm, hit songs. That kind of thing. Should I be doing exactly? Do you know all those? You know all the gifts in the gift keyboard, like the the applause gifts in the gift keyboard. She's kind of like that. I just thought of something. She's like a a little throwing a little joke. Like, is it is it GIF or JIF? So I do a pretty good Oprah impression. So should I just do that? Yeah, do that. Yeah, do that. <laughs> Thank you so much for inviting me, Speaker of the House, Epic Nancy Pelosi. This shit is for real, and we need him to end this shutdown so bitches can go to the gyno to get their pussies checked out. And then... Uh, note, find a word for pussy that African Americans use that we can say on TV. Uh, yes, Queen, you are that bitch. That is fire. She is too excited. She delivers this in a manner that's okay, over Okay, Nancy. Maybe take it down a notch. Pause. 30 to 35 seconds yeah. for laughter. That's a conservative estimate, too. Okay, African-American female rapper Cardi B. Here comes Trump. Get ready. Oh, by the way, you still going to teach me how to twerk later, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Might need to take a rain check on that. Note, perhaps add a finger wave of some sort. Is it racist to ask for that? Pause, 25 seconds for laughter. Trump Wait, is, Car- is this Cardi B person not white? She is uh, African-American. Okay, yeah. that's going to yeah. change the way I do the impression then. Please, please, however you see fit, please do it however you see fit. Trump enters to the left. <clears throat> Sorry I'm late. Because of the government shutdown, you started by not letting me build my wall epic nancy i have to leave the white house in order to get my hamburgers and kofifi pause one to two minutes for laughter that's kind of the money line that yeah. i wrote right there the that's kofifi the reference one. and then the hamburgers it's a callback but yeah. it shows like a trend yeah, yeah. you misspelled yeah. No, coffee really but i don't yeah, and you, and well no so moving along Thank you for finally showing up, Donald. I was beginning to feel like your daughter... Oh, my God. I can't believe you, you put this in here. I was beginning to feel like your daughter, Tiffany. I thought you forgot about me. No, too brave to say on TV. Oh, my God. Pause five seconds for crowd gasp. Oh, yes, girl. Let, <laughs> let him have it. <laughs> Trump, ep- epic Nancy is going in on your ass. <clears throat> Ugh. That's Cardi B. Nancy, I see you brought a friend. If you are an escort, ma'am, I regret to inform you that due to government shutdown, the Secret Service has cut all my funds for prostitutes. However, you will be expected to still work for free. Shall we do this before or after the meeting? That's pretty good, Trump, right? Yeah, that was a good one. That was good. You did pretty good. Yeah. Almost, that was that was Baldwin esque. <laughs> oh, sorry, I, I accidentally opened up Bumble on my phone and started matching with lots of girls. Uh, let me find my place. Oh, can I, and can I just say like really quick, this is fucking smart. Yeah, yeah. This is this is yeah, fucking smart. I wanted to be cutting. Okay, 
Because a lot of this stuff is stuff Trump has actually He's, said. You yeah, know? he said all that stuff about prostitutes. Uh, well, not that, but you know, he got caught. Okay. With, well, uh, I, don't, I don't read the news or whatever, but that, yeah, that sounds that's really that's really funny. Actually, when he said all that stuff, I was pussy. like, that's actually pretty. You know, I I probably vote for that guy again, but. All right, Cardi B. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about with your dusty Cheeto-looking ass? You couldn't afford me, first of all. Kind of like a Chris Tucker, you know? I heard about about that little... Yeah, I get what you're I going for. I heard about that little acorn tip <laughs> you got in your pants. You got a doorbell for a penis. Pause for 30 to 35 seconds of hooting and hollering. Fake news, not true anyway. Epic Nancy... Before we begin, could you get out of my chair? How do you know this is your chair? Epic Nancy stands up and the white chair is stained orange from <sighs> Trump. Oh my Pause God. for 45 to 55 seconds while the audience laugh and the cast members on stage strategically break character to chuckle. Trump and Can Nancy I have sit a note down. to you? Okay, so you have something? Yeah. Because you have yeah. something about please, a chair please. in here, and I was just thinking, remember when um, that old guy, uh, like, the chair. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Ooh. Clint Eastwood. No, I... Oh, with, yeah. With, with the Obama chair, yeah. He could show no, up I think it was like Woody Allen or something. At the NWA or you whatever. You might be right. Yeah, yeah, Max. Max, you're right yeah. at the NWA. It's a good note, Max. Okay. Thank yeah, you, Max. Just go ahead and change Thank it you so much. right now. I, I, well, I, I, it's a, I got a marking it. You see, I got my red okay. pen, so we'll mark it. Uh, Trump. Uh, yeah, okay. Trump, now, oh, fuck, I read the, I'm sorry, let me redo it. No, before we begin. Door behind Trump's open, it is gay Putin. He is not <laughs> wearing a shirt. Honey, I'm home. Pause three to four minutes for a mixture of laughing and cheering. What's he doing here? What? Nothing. No one's here. Fake news. A liberal plan to make me look bad. I never cheated to win the presidency? Gay Putin walks... Oh, that's, a, oh, that's an exclamation point. I'm sorry. Yeah. That was a question mark. Gay Putin walks over and sits on Trump's lap. What are you thinking for dinner tonight? I'm thinking hamburgers. No, <laughs> I, I already used this joke. I think you, I think you can use it a second time. It's, it yeah. is that good. This, this sus for... Let, no, let me do it. This sus for, for real. Well, hold on. Let me redo it. Uh, uh-uh. Okay. Yeah, I think. Ooh, and that's a nice. <laughs> that, that's a good ad lib. Yeah. Oh, he's got the finger going too. I just yeah. cut sure that line the and just have it say uh-uh. Yeah. That's, okay. Yeah. That's really, really good. I'm changing it now. That's what the writers' room's all about. Mm-hmm. Uh, for real, I know what you Tom about. Tom, how is you Tom? It's a AAVE saying Tom about. It's like okay. talking about. I Googled right. it before I did okay. this. So. Okay, okay. I know what you told me about. Ver- Nancy, settle down. Not right now. I'll talk to you later. I'll get... Uh, fuck. I'll let you take me like I'm Crimea. Note, I heard it's okay to make jokes where the punchline is just that some people are gay, but only if it's about Trump. And it is, because he's bad, right? Yeah. So then when he does it, it's bad. But when it's, make- so it's good other times, but yeah. when he does it, it's bad. You can't make jokes about like people being gay, but if the, it's Trump, you can make jokes where the whole joke is that he's just a gay guy. Yeah, it's very it's very cutting edge. Uh, really, kind of it, it's it's telling the truth, um, and it's it's kind of like they're they're it's two men, and we we don't like them, 
and their, their politics. And so then when they're gay together, it's funny, but it's okay to laugh at that it's because okay. you're, you're we don't like their up. politics. Exactly, exactly. Uh, gay Putin sits in the seat next to Trump. So, about the wall. In Soviet Russia, wall pay for you. In America, Mexico pay for wall. Pause for 20 seconds of laughter. So you know a lot well, about politics. Oh, yeah. I'm on oh, Twitter yeah. all the time. Okay. Well, well, Nancy, will you give up your crusade and let me build the wall? Or is it that where you buy all your pantsuits from? Mm-mm. You can't be talking to my girl Nancy like that, <laughs> especially when you be looking like a tube of Cheeto-flavored toothpaste. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. I really went that, in, huh? You did. That wall, that wall is a huge waste of money, Donald, and the American people don't want it. And that's facts. Now, is that another th thing? Yeah. Okay. Because I, okay. I did my yeah. research. I talked to, yeah. well, I didn't talk to anybody, but I, I did a lot of Googling. Uh, Cardi B rolls eyes, light laughter. Hmm, you make a good point. Uh, gay Trump hits It says butt gay Trump. Why does it say gay Trump? Oh, that's a typo. It's supposed <laughs> to be gay Putin. <laughs> gay Putin hits button on the shot collar and Trump starts shaking. Hey, Donald, what about the caravans full of women and children who are probably criminals? Do you want them coming into your country to exploit it? The women have so many children, so you know they are sexually promiscuous. Yes, yes, dear. You are right, of course. Need the wall. And more Big Macs. That's just a little oh, improv. Yeah, that's, 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 that's good. Yeah, 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 that's a good that's, improv. That's, that's, the, UC, that's the UCB coming out. I was just going to say, right. yes, and. improv is always funny. So it's good that you did some of that just now. <laughs> it never fails. People love going, can we get any recommendations? And then they just stand on stage, and then they lie about what they heard. You just need a prompt. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I never Trump joined UCB because... Uh, it's for losers, epic. let's face it. But I do support it. Well, I teach classes there, so... Oh, well. I bet Nancy. Uh, leans into Trump, whispering. Do you need help? No, no, he's fine. Right, Donald? Yes, I'm okay if I get a hamburger. Oh, wow. All right, we can't do three, ham we can't do three ha hamburgers, though. I already did... I'm just doing a little improv. All right, but what, I'm just okay, saying... What about, what about... So you've done one Kofifi joke. So right. I just I just need yeah I'm okay yeah, I'm a little tired I just oh. need a cup of kofifi yeah that might work Ooh, but we can't right? do okay. yeah we yes, can't hit three that. hamburgers what if what okay. if Trump said uh, okay. Trump could say I'm, I'm okay I'm o I'm okay I'm okay what do you think because he's gay I think that's good Max I think that's good I, I think we can that, talk about that, that. that'd be it'd be really funny because it's like true you know. Uh, well, do you want me to change it? Or, I mean, uh, I yeah, won't know. What you... Thank you. I'm writing it down. I'm writing it down. All right, so okay. we'll do that. Max. Thank you, Max. You're, Max, you're, you're doing really well here, and I'd like to just thank you for Yeah, I mean, you know. And, and don't talk, uh, you know, UCB is really good. I think you should take a class I teach where I teach, you know, riders how to wear blazers. They get okay, more professional. I mean, that sounds pretty rad. I'm, I mostly wear Tom Hardy stuff, but. All right. Well, it looks good. I like all the rhinestones. Um. Cardi oh, B. hell, Putin. I'm about to snatch your weave. You can't treat people like that, even if they are sentient orange paste of racism. Probably work on that line a little bit. I'm starting, I'm starting to, like, really relate but the, the to orange my, is the my right character. Yeah. And I've never, like, really performed this kind of stuff. I feel like I'm doing a play. It's kind of like that, yeah. Um, kind of like that. Cardi okay. B attacks Putin, easily overpowering him. As they tussle, Epic Nancy grabs Trump's hand. Come on, Trump. 
I'll get you. And you know what I kind of like about this is that in the end, he's he's almost a good guy. Because I, I think that is a, a big part of comedy is like reaching across the aisle, you know, and making everyone laugh. Yeah. Uh, and, and so I, I can see where you're going with this. And I mean, I, I, I did skim ahead to the next line. And uh, <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll finish mine. So come on, Trump. I'll get you to a shelter where you'll be safe. Actually, I think I'll shut all those down. <sighs> Pause and, for 30 seconds of laughter. Wow. The screen fades to black as Trump and Epic Nancy race off screen. End scene. People start cheering. It cuts to a guy playing the saxophone. That that was that was really fucking smart. I mean, I mean, yeah. it's a responsibility as a comedian, right? You have to do what's response. Like it, it supersedes the ability of actually making somebody laugh. You know, I, I feel like I went in on them. You know. Yeah, and I just I. I just think it's so it's so clear. You know uh, about politics. You you follow the news. Um, you know, like because you know, maybe not everyone knows this, but the government is shut down right now. I and then know. You, and, and and you reference that uh, several times in here. Right. Uh, and it just shows, oh, well, this guy, this guy knows what he's talking about. This is a smart, this is smart comedy. You have to for be a lot smart of people, for a lot of people, SNL is the news. That's a good point. Yeah. For about and, and 200 million Americans, SNL is the news. That 200 million Americans yeah, tune into I, I, SNL I was on Saturday say, and be like, hey, they even say stuff like, let's put the news on when they're turning SNL Yeah, because it's like not funny, but it is in- informative. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just thinking, you know, like the, nobody, the thing nobody, about like calling Trump and Putin laugh. gay is like people people like get mad at that, like don't understand. Like we're calling them gay because it's funny co- to imagine them being gay. And like personally, I I, I have I have a lot of friends <laughs> who I call gay. You know what I mean? So like I I, I think it's fine. <laughs> Thank you, Max. <laughs> Oh, no, you're right. Thank you. Thank you. I thank you for sharing that. Uh, I mean, you've oh. called me, you've called me gay several times. Turk. Today. I mean, did you, did you guys, Turk, did you get this email? I mean, we might have, we should have all gotten it. Did you guys see this? Hold Wait, on. What's, what's the me, email? Let me pull it up on my Blackberry. Look at this. They're shutting down the trunks. Oh, God. Oh. All right. They're, they can't do that. <sighs> we had a date We set. didn't even get a full season out of it. But they already are they the airing are they airing the remaining episodes because I did write one uh, the Leave It to Beaver parody called Grab Them by the Beaver. God, that was so good too. I that's know. good. That's really. Is good. it going up, Max? I call your dad about this. Oh, sorry, I'm looking at this dating app. Uh, it's called All right, It's yeah. called Raya or Raya. It's an exclusive dating app for like celebrities and stuff. Sorry, what, what were you guys talking about? Well, the show's been. Been oh, canceled. Been canceled. Dropped. They dropped they us. They dropped us. Well, I guess I just have to go do the other show I got hired so, on. Well, well, what about us? What are this we is a do? show about... We, it might be time have you seen Angels our... in the Outfield? Yeah. Okay, so it's like that. On the moon. Do you guys need any more writers? No, yeah, that, it's like, it's gonna it's gonna be I mean, a reality show. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, well, you know they write then out... Then what's your job? Then what do you do? It's all scripted. It was my idea. I'm the creator. I don't have to, you know, just get money from it. All right. Well, I mean, here's my my advice for you guys. You guys are creatives. You're really smart. You know, you guys play on Twitter and stuff all day. If you want to make a TV show, just go do it. You know, just just get you and some buds together, make the TV show, sell to a studio, have it go on TV and then make money from it. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, you're right. I was honestly thinking about um, 
repitching a strip that I wrote and reviving that animated show about the white rapper called Chosen. <laughs> so I think like I don't know. I think there might be something there. Uh, well, I have a I have a spec script written where I'm going to try to get Girl Boss Two gone, and where Girl Boss is a guy now. Guy Why Boss, not? yeah. It's 2019. Well, we're still going to call Dude it. Boss? We're still going to call it Girl Boss Two. Okay. All right. I mean, I've you know it's 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 been a pleasure uh, working with you guys. Um, Absolutely. You know, I guess you have to go back to great. Canada now. Um, and. Well, we're going to see. I, I'm submitting a packet to Jones Soda to write the, the, the nice sentences <laughs> on, on their lids. So I, I got, uh, a, fingers I got crossed. a friend that owns a couple uh, fusion taco trucks around town. If you want, you could just you could work in one of the trucks. I mean, as a cook, not as a writer. I, you know what? Uh, if, if, if he's hiring. Um, I mean, it would be I'm, below minimum wage. Well, I do have the book coming out. Uh, Which is so, what, like so, 30, so. 35 bucks an hour? I th- no, that's no. I think I think I think it's just higher. Don't even, I think, right? don't even yeah, explain no, it to him. Okay, don't even all right. Yeah, you just gotta get out there he and knows. hustle, man. You just gotta, just gotta wake up and make things happen. You know. Yeah, make big moves. Well, Use your uh, connections, you know, so but don't maybe, ask me for anything. Maybe I could do a one-man play based on the life of Max Viacom, but you know, where am I gonna find the money for that? I don't. You know, know. that sounds really. Actually, we could talk about that. That sounds. That sounds pretty. Well, that sounds pretty interesting. I mean, it's a pretty far-fetched. <laughs> idea no, that sounds like an interesting one-man idea. One-man play. That's the. That's the best about idea. Max, I've heard I mean, I've been thinking about it, but it's like a one-man play about Max Viacom. Like, who's gonna fund that? We should talk. We should meet at Soho House, West Hollywood. We should all talk. Right. So let's go to Soho House. I'm gonna get a grilled chicken salad. All right. You're paid. I'm gonna, get, I'm gonna grab one more of these cold brews before yeah, we. Yeah, no, uh, take the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, what do I? What do I? Uh, I'll just jump down to Soho with you guys. Yeah, forever. why don't you? Why don't you do that? Come here. We'll tell the interns that you know, you know, you don't really have to worry because you're working paid anyway. But you're very nice looking girls. I'm sure you guys could be in the background of some guy's music video. <laughs> so. You know, I mean, they, good luck with the comedy writing. They, they should definitely um, don't work ask Charlene as, like, about hostesses, me. you know, at a chain restaurant or yeah. something. That, that kind of work. I'm just, I'm just going to tell the girls. Girls, come in here. Please, out of the break room. Do not ask Charlene Yee anything about me. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> uh, just so you know that, because I know you guys, if you want a class at UCB, I'll do it 50% off. All right? Um Anyway, we should get going, Max. Let's get going. Let's blow this popsicle stand. All right. Like, well, should I take a, like the Uber with you guys? Well, well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take the. Uh, I mean, that's up to Max. Nah. Uh, I mean, we're going to the same place, so. Yeah, I mean, it's so an Uber. Uber usually only has. Two. I mean, Max has the driver, so uh, I don't uh, know. Uh, well, let's just get yeah, going. Yeah, I'm yeah. packing up stuff here now. Where's the where's the box for this? All right, right here. Uh, we are closing up for the uh, writers' room for the Trumps on TBS. Uh, we were trying to do a behind the scenes thing, but we got fired, so it's really depressing. So this will never air, which is good because we all said a lot of things we're gonna get yelled at for. Um, I guess you know we'll just throw this in the back room somewhere, and no one will ever find it. So yeah, and before we go, uh, as the self care toilet always says, uh, remember uh, to wash your asshole. Actually, no, there was another one I was looking for. That was not the... Okay, well, uh, we'll stick with that one. All right. And that's a, that's, Goodbye, that's everybody. a book. <laughs> that, was, that was one of the self-care toilets uh, uh, tips.
That that is that's really right, well, that's really smart. Get out of here or what? The Uber's about to be here, so Yeah, come on. Alright, we'll see y'all later. Bye.